Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Streamy Thought, number 215, and today we start off with something that I have to get off my chest, a little bit of anxiety when it comes to scheduling flights, and then I have a conversation with two people who are diametrically opposed, and yet they come together in a certain place, in a certain time, and it all ends up working out. It turns out a lot better than my experience at the park. Listen as I explain the disturbance that I witnessed. In addition to that, Super Mario Kart on the Wii and Switch. A little party we had and a little get-together in Venice. So with that being said, episode number 215 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Good old, good old, good old fashioned mouse, right? My brother had given me this mouse for a, uh, a birthday or Christmas present a couple of years ago. It's it's been great until this week, where there were a bunch of different things that were going on at the same time, and I'm trying to book a flight. Now, on a mouse, you've got the right clicker and the left clicker, but for some of these gaming mouses, you've got these little buttons on the side. I know, you've got buttons back all forth. over the place on those gaming mouses. Back, forth, back, forth. And I don't know about you, but it is the most insane design to me that somebody would design a mouse where you normally handle it as if you're, you're you know, you, you put your hand over your wallet or something like that, right? It goes there. Why would you put a button to go back or forth on a web browser literally right where your thumb is? So, long story short, I'm getting ready to get my flight to go back out to New Jersey. And I've got this mouse, which has worked for me very well in the past. Everything's all good. Go to the checkout page. And then, as my hand drifts up from the mouse... It clicks that left that left uh, left little side button thing that goes back on the page, and so everything that I put in, all of my contact information, all, like all the stuff that you need to actually get your flight to be confirmed, ends up going back. Yeah, I've selected my seat. Everything like that it was just in the payment page. All I needed to do was hit yes and and you know confirm whatever the the CVV code is on the card. And so I try to get back onto the page. Suddenly the flight has gone up $25. Oh my gosh. I like, I mean, it, it's been a long day in general, but I was like, this is just I, really, really dude. Real really, quick. When, uh, when I was leaving LAX after I came back from Spain, I am trying to get my Uber and, you know, it connects right away and it says the fares, whatever, like $35, 40 bucks or something, which is normal. And I found it very odd that it wasn't connecting or that it was like still connecting, finding your driver, finding your driver. I'm like, well, this is weird because I'm in the LAX, uh, the, whatever it's called, the special zone for Uber and taxis. And like, it's not that crowded. There aren't that many people here. And I try again and I, I log off the app or I close it. And then I go back in and try again. 
and you know finding your ride finding your ride it's like this is very this is very this is very odd, very odd seconds right this if it takes more than 10 seconds or 30 seconds it's very very odd and so i'm like okay whatever like I'm not because as I'm waiting several minutes for it to connect, I'm seeing other people like walk up. Get into yes, they have already. They, yeah, I'm seeing other people walking up after I'm already there, looking at their phone and getting getting Ubers. I'm like, what the hell? And so I close it out the second time, right? Third attempt, open it up. The fare shot up like thirty bucks, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. This $35 Uber ride is now $65. The fucking market yeah. price right now is $65 Fuck for the yeah. Uber. What the hell? But it was so odd because then I started immediately when that happened, I entered this like trading mentality because you know I'm trying to get an Uber and I'm sending the order. The order's not going through. The order's not going through. The order's not going through. Boom. You know, 30 cent slippage, you know, stock shoots up and all of a sudden my entry is not exactly what I want it to be. That's what I thought of. And so I was like, well, that's, you know, supply and demand. And so I ended up just getting a taxi because there was a taxi. I just wanted to get home, right? I didn't want to like try lift or no, I didn't want to wait. I just want to get home. I was like, I don't care if it, you know, costs 70 bucks, whatever. Because I'm thinking, too, I don't know, like, (laughs) I'm making the assumption that taxis and Ubers are somewhat comparable. And I just realized right now, I apologize, I'm I'm semi-hijacking your story. But anyway, get to the freaking, get to the freaking taxi right behind me, immediately get home, but I'm watching the fare, right? And I'm like, fuck. And it ended up being, I think, $85. With a, you know, 10 or $15 tip. It's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh my god. <laughs> as, op- as opposed to the original thing that you'd seen, which was like, what, $35 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's always like 30, between 35 and 45 bucks. Holy shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, like, inherently, that's frustrating in itself, right? But I'm also trying to navigate the family and Joe dynamics of the whole situation where I'm getting in during rush hour and like with the flight that I had lined up and Joe's like, Oh, that's during rush hour. I don't know if I want to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And mom's like, I can't do any earlier that day. But wait, Joe would be picking you up from the airport or why does it matter to him when you get, no, I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be taking, I wouldn't be taking an Uber or Lyft. Like he wanted, he wanted to pick me up and he wanted me to come in like a week earlier than I was supposed to. So I'm going to be heading back in like eight days or something like that. So you are going back one week earlier than you anticipated. I am. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm navigating with him. Add to the complication, too. He had sent me a text uh, this past week where he said, he said, he, it was weird. It was a weird text saying, Father, would you be willing to do the service this Sunday? I was having a meeting with a wedding couple at that point in time. And so, like, you, you know how if you're on a call or something else and you get a text message, you, like, click it and click off and assume that you're going to go back to it at some point in time. Never went back to it. And he never followed up with that. And so he's a little irritated with me for not uh, 
you know, responding to him, aside from the fact that it was only, you know, a text or something like that, in addition to the fact of dealing with, you know, my mom who wants to take me to the airport, bro, like, I'm not good when it comes to managing other people's expectations about certain things, and then when I'm trying to, like, schedule the flight and communicating with Joe and saying, okay, here's when I'm coming in, and he's like, well, that's during rush hour, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, fine, I'll do it. And I was just like, I know he's not happy, but, bro, like, if, like, just tell me yes or no. Like, would you prefer me to come in on a separate day? Because I know, like, passive-aggressive nature is not something that I work well with. So Joe wants you to come in early, and for you to come in early, there's going to be that rush hour. But if there's not going to be rush hour, it has to be a different day, but he wants you to come in on that. So it's like, you can't have both. I've been in similar situations where you're, like, trying to be... You know, you want everyone to win. And at the end of the day, sometimes, like, you just got to say, fuck it. You guys need to adhere to what's best for me, right? I just want to be Switzerland, dude. I want to be Switzerland. Like, I want to be so neutral. But you know what? You can't always be neutral. You can't just say, you can't not make a choice, right? You need to be decisive sometimes. (sighs) It is true. And also, you need to be accommodating to the fact that both people are offering you rides, so either when you arrive or when you depart, maybe one of those trips to the airport or from the airport needs to be an Uber. No, and and I'm cool with that, right? But there's the there's the want. Of yeah, people, I was going to say right? that's next. No, I want to take you to the airport. It's like, okay, well... I want to pick you I up I want to pick airport. you up. It's like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, what like, you it's... want is not the best for the whole scenario in general. But at the same time, too... If you say, no, I'm just going to do my own thing, then you have to deal with the whole, like, subtle, passive-aggressive nature of... Then just don't entertain it. Just, like, whatever. Easier said than done, man. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, it it is what it is. It's going to be fine. But in the moment where you're dealing with all of these various stimuli of people kind of wanting certain things... And I, I feel like that's the case in general in life... But it it just it becomes I, I I totally forgot how overwhelming it was just to have to deal with like multiple things coming at you at the same time of conflicting wants and needs or or whatever it is, and then realizing that they're probably going to get upset at you um, one person or another if you don't actually meet those needs. But or you meet can't those do anything about wants. it. You can't do anything about it. They just have to throw a hissy fit, you know, in, uh, yeah, and in whatever yeah, situation I'm, you're I'm, in, someone is going to have to throw a hissy fit. And you know what? It all has to do with them and their mentality. So they have to work on themselves. And it's just – it's not your responsibility to make other people happy or to appease other people when it comes to a uh, noticeable expense on your end, no matter what – form that expense comes in oh you want to take me to the airport or you want to pick me up yeah okay no and and the church is paying for the flight too so i'm kind of you know in that regard i'm like okay so joe kind of takes precedence if i got to take an uber to the airport you know that's fine but if you text somebody and they respond to you in a very passive aggressive manner where it's like okay fine or something like that you know that they're not happy about it and i'm thinking to myself bro like if you're not happy about it, just say it. 
And that and that's what bothers me the most is that people have preferences and an idea as to what they want, right? Just say it, man. Like don't don't be this passive aggressive person who's like, okay, fine. And that's it. Like is you can know when people are not happy with a certain certain circumstance if you're talking to them in person, if you're texting with them, emailing with them, whatever. You know if they're not happy. And so I got that vibe. And I'm like, I gave you options. And so right now, you know, par- part of me is kind of reconciling the fact that I've been navigating for the past couple of hours, just dealing with transportation issues, stuff like that. It's complicated, et cetera, et cetera. But man, if you're, if you don't want something, especially somebody, you know, like, like Father Joe, just say, right. get a different time, right? Like, that's okay. So Just right. be honest with me, man. We all have our idiosyncrasies. Yes, I understand what you're saying. However, one thing that you need to keep in mind, too, is, right, is this a response that is a frequent pattern, or is it something every once in a while or out of the blue? Because if it's something that's a frequent pattern or something that feels familiar, then after a while, it's on you because you're expecting a different result than what the data uh, says, right? So you need to lower your expectation and understand that they're operating, you know, in a way that is inferior to the way that you operate in this specific scenario. The second thing, you mentioned it, I I know it, but just you saying it made me kind of like, oh, yeah. So... There is a side to choose, right? To make sure that everything runs smoothly. And that side is to do what Father Joe prefers because the company is paying for your flight. And this is work, right? Think of yourself, you know, people that are in the C-suite or have their companies pay for their flights. They're the ones fronting the bill. So you need to... Everyone else, including yourself, needs to revolve around your schedule. And also, if someone goes on vacation, right, or they visit family or whatever, and someone's like, oh, let me just take you to the airport. It's like, well, I've already spent all this time with you, and right now work is calling. I need to go back to the work life. That's just my opinion. If you had to pick a side, I would say, mom, I understand. However... They're the ones paying for it, and it's easier for them if I do it this way. Okay, so I will say, too, because I I think there's kind of nuance in this whole thing where a lot of it comes down to me, where, in theory, I probably could have gotten this ticket a couple of weeks ago. And yet, I was kind of bouncing back and forth, uncertain as to what date I'd be going. And then, there's the issue... (laughs) There's... There's the issue of I'm so used to a particular airline. You know, I, I've done Southwest for my entire life. Like I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And there was this kind of, um, it's an excuse. It, it's just an excuse like to, 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 <laughs> to procrastinate. No, I'm, I'm yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm not I even, gotcha. I'm not even going to let you say it <laughs> because that's where we're going to come to where, yeah. I mean, I was, I was just creating these excuses for myself. It's like, you know, he has, he has good reason for being a little irritated at me. And uh, I'm like, and that's part of the reason too, where I'm like, Hey, you know, if I've got to get 
an earlier flight, all well and good. I'll do that. I'll take an Uber to the airport. All fine. But when he texts me back, that's fine, period. Do it, period. You know that it's like, dude, if you just want me to come earlier, just say it. Like, he said, if you could get an earlier flight, do it. If not, that's fine. Just book it, etc. It's like, I don't need that right now. Dude, I'll tell you what I don't need. So... so get get this so what i don't need are odd observances in the park so i go to the park yesterday and i'm reading i'm sitting at this table and uh i see okay so you remember that little girl i told you about that i met when i was roller skating okay So just to recap, jog your memory, that day I was having just like a really shitty day and I go to the park and it's like two o'clock and I'm roller skating and I'm putting, as I'm putting the skates on, the little girl comes up to me and starts asking me about roller skates and she's four years old, three or four years old. And just being in the presence of that child made me feel so much better. And I was roller skating around and I was talking to her and talking to her mom and it was really fun. And after that day, I was so happy that I had that experience of meeting them because that's just what I needed, just interaction with a child. And so I saw them again, I think the next day. And when I saw them uh, that day, I was like, okay, this is cool. But it's not as special as it was yesterday because yesterday I really needed it. And right now I'm like trying to roller skate and this little cute girl keeps talking to me, which is fine. But I also just want to just roller skate and focus on me and I'm over it and whatever, right? And so I saw them a couple times after that. And after that I was like – actually shortly after that I didn't roller skate there as much just because I just ended up not. And so I saw them at the park yesterday and I thought, oh, should I say something? Should I say hi? And I thought about that, and then I was like, no, because if I remember correctly, I just didn't want to interact with them because I didn't want to. So get this. I am sitting there reading, and all of a sudden I look up, and I see – or because earlier the I hear the little girl say to the mom, like, mom, I have to go pee. And then like five seconds later, I'm, I, just, also, I look up, and I see the mother's back is to me. And the little girl's in front of her. And I can see she whipped out like this portable plastic device. And in front of me, or like, yeah, maybe 10 or 15 in front of me was the mom. Her back was to me. And then in between her and the garbage can was the little girl. And they had this little plastic device. And I look back down and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Yep, I made the right choice not talking to them. Because those are not the folks that I choose to associate with. Like, you know, there's all, everyone has their own, like, little weird things. When you see someone, it's like, yeah, this is why I'm not friends with this person, right? Or this is why I don't want to hang out with them. And I found it so odd and gross. This is up there with people who, I mean, I guess to each their own, right? Everyone has their reasons. But I think it's super freaking whack when you go into someone's house and you see they have that little fake... Uh, grass rectangle so that the dog can pee on it, right? Have you seen that? It's like this fake I've grass. Never, I've never seen it's that like in person. It's like fake grass yeah. that your dog pees on, and then you lift up the fake grass, and and then there's like a tray, like a little tray, similar to how we have in the Midwest 
when you take your boots off in the winter, like a nice thin little tray, right? So when it melts, it's like that. And that's what I thought of. I'm like, that shit, like what is going on in the park right now? Bro, what I always thought that was I like, watching? I, I thought that that was like sitcom stuff. Genuinely. Yes. I didn't yes. think that that was something that people actually did. I thought it was like a parody of like the most no, dude, extreme it's real. example that you could think of. I was just like, you can't just go to the bathroom or have them hold it. It's so, it was so weird. It's like, I am never doing that. My kid can piss their pants, like whipping out. It's just odd, dude. It's just. So speaking of uh, different personalities coming together and mutually, you know, finding their place in a certain situation. uh, (laughs) Guess who I ended up hanging out with this past weekend? Neil. And? Tom Cavalheim. (laughs) (laughs) Where is he at? When was the last time you talked to him? Oh man, it's been it's been years. It's been like three or four years, dude. It's been a while. No, no, another person who I who I frequently uh, talk about on this podcast, who has actually been a guest on this podcast. Oh, uh, Matt. Yes. You hung out with them at the same time? So, this is this was kind of a interesting thing that I didn't really even think about. So, Matt had been asking for um, a couple of days, oh, when, when do you want to hang out or something like that? And you know me, right? Like, I'm super antisocial. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to have people just to bounce right. ideas off of and... He's somebody who, like, he he knows probably about as much as you or any of our podcast listeners do when it comes to, like, my personal opinions and and thoughts and stuff like that. So it's always good to, like, he knows what he's in for if he's going to hang out with me. But he also has his own particular political beliefs and et cetera, et cetera. You know, the whole Confederate tattoo on his arm. And, uh, And so as we're hanging out, he ends up coming over at around 7.30 at night. And then at around, like, 9, 9.30 or so, so we've been hanging out for about two hours, I'm thinking to myself, for some reason, the conversation gets on to Neil, for so, like, like somebody who's, like, I think it was, like, MMA or, like, fighting and stuff like that. It's like, oh, hey, Neil, oh, by the way, he's he's just right down the street. And so I decide, out of my ignorance, to call Neil. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Neil, what's up? How's it going? And he's like, dude, I just got home from work. What are you up to? It's like, come over, come hang out. And so Neil ended up driving over. And so Matt and Neil got a chance to like chill and talk for probably, there was like a good hour and a half crossover. And then Neil stayed from about like 11 till two in the morning or whatever. And then him and I like finished off the night. But to see these two individuals just with, I mean, so different. I would never think that they would have like, a a polite civilized conversation with one another they were going back and forth a lot of it was like about women and stuff like that and so there is there is this dialogue where it's like i i actually became kind of the third wheel in the conversation you're just watching everything you're not saying like, a thing you're just observing dude these these guys these guys have have a rapport right now they have a good conversation going on all right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and just watch this play out. I was shocked. 
I was genuinely shocked. Because, I mean, Neil, in the back of his mind, I asked him afterwards, like, did you know he was the guy kind of thing? And he's like, yeah, I knew that. But him and I had a lot in common. And so, you know, I'm going to treat everyone as a human being. But, like, the fact that they were, like, going back and forth and, like, authentic conversation where they were getting, you know, animated and stuff like that, where you can see somebody's invested in conversation by their, their body movements and gestures and stuff like that. They were both invested in the conversation. It's like, fuck yeah. And I, I gave my, I gave myself a little pat on the back. I love bringing people (laughs) together. (laughs) But so they had a good time, huh? They did. They had a, a really good time. They, it was, it was a mutual conversation, my friend. That was that was that was my pride and joy for the night. I was because I was so tired after that that day. I was like, okay, I'm just here, you know. I'm kind of, you know, in the background. Yeah. Well, it must have been fascinating to to just sit back and watch and just let things unfold. It was so fascinating because there were things that they totally agreed on, like a hundred percent, and then. There are other things where it's like they knew they shouldn't kind of broach that topic, and so they steered away from it. It was like <laughs> one sentence, and then uh, yeah, we're going the other the other direction. But yeah, wow. they, they they found they found common ground, and I was like, oh yay, I'm kind of cool. happy about that. Yeah, that was kind of nice. That's really cool. So one thing that I did over the weekend, in addition to witnessing the little child pee in the plastic bucket <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> Later that day, I went to Venice and we had our second uh, gathering for video games. We decided, you know, we did this a couple months ago. So once a month now, this is our second gathering. And once a month, we're gonna, we get together at this person's apartment and we play Mario Kart on the Wii on one TV. And there's Mario Kart on the Switch on another I was way better this time around playing on the Wii than I was last month. I was just terrible. I was a little bit better this time around, but still the Nintendo 64 is my area of expertise, but it was still a lot of fun. And uh, that's all I have. Was it, <laughs> well, dude, was it, was it like competitive? Were you like in, in the running? Cause yeah, I mean, I, it was actually... semi-competitive. I mean, we're, people are getting animated as you like to say, right? But if we lose, we lose. If we win, it win. It doesn't matter. We, but we didn't do anything like okay. We didn't do anything like brackets or anything. It was like informal, right? So you just jump in whenever you want. Or if someone wants to leave in the middle of a circuit, someone else will take over for a, one or two races. It didn't really matter. But everyone brought something like candy or chips. There's plenty of alcohol and weed and dab <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> We ordered pizza later. <laughs> so it was a good time. I did get the highest compliment that I could from my brother. You're getting better at this game. When I played with him on the Nintendo Switch, like Mario Kart circuit, it's like, nice. I can hold my own now. Like, it's, it's competitive pretty much every single time. I always feel old when I'm sitting there like, yeah, I'm, I'd rather just be playing N64. This is cool, but N64 is really where I feel most comfortable at excelling. And GameCube as well. But, you know, the Wii, the only game I ever played on the Wii, I didn't even own a Wii. But whenever I played, it would be just the Wii Sports and I've played Mario Kart several times, but that's about it. And the Switch, 
have never played it. Don't really care. I actually have played it once or twice. So old, the Mario Kart for the Switch is like little baby controllers, but whatever. It was a good time. Yeah. Do you have anything else? The only other thing that I was going to say in regards to the playing with my brother, like him and I have like side conversations, right? In that, I don't know if this is the case with you when you guys are playing, if it's just a casual conversation where you're just just chatting about random stuff in your lives or if it ends up getting into anything heavy like politics or religion or blah, 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 blah. Like sometimes when my brother and I end up talking about that, it's so fascinating to hear other people's perspectives when they're not focused on actually talking about the topic that they're just like kind of spotting off in the back of their mind. I don't know if you have that situation or if you, you experienced that when you were doing your little, little round table where it's like, it just comes out, you know, you don't really think too much about it, but you know, you know what they're actually thinking about. I've never experienced, I'm sure I have, but I haven't really, I can't think of it an instance right now, but I do remember that episode of The Office where Toby, where Michael is ordered by the company to do therapy therapy sessions with Toby, and he's not opening up, and Toby tricks him by having him, like, color or do something that, like, is a technique with children for them to do something while they start talking, and then he starts talking about his mom's uh, boyfriend or his stepdad or something, and then in the middle of it, he figures out that Toby distracted him with crayons or whatever to get him to open up, and then he freaks out on Toby. But yeah, it is interesting because your mind just kind of unwinds. Everything just kind of gets poured out because you're focused on something else, but you're you're allowing your mind to declutter and you're not really aware of it. Right. No. And you can you choose exactly what to say and what to share, but it's you know, it's in the background, which is interesting. Right. It becomes like superficial, right? And so, you know, I'm thinking about playing with my brother where it, it'll come out with the whole stuff in the Middle East. Everyone's talking about, et cetera, et cetera. But then even talking with Matt, who is of a totally different political persuasion for me, we're smoking cigars. And it, it's like just, yo, that great cigar. And then something comes out. It's like, oh, OK. So, you know, say what you got to say doesn't come out unless it's by accident it feels a lot of times they're sharing their personal thoughts and feelings without feeling they need to be defensive totally yeah well i think that's everything for this episode until next time until next time